Today, we are talking about Child's Play 2. The Deuce. The Deuce. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, we actually did a watch along for the original Child's Play. Yeah, like two weeks ago. Yeah. I first is, time I'd seen that one in a while. Yeah, it's on our Patreon page right now. Oh yeah, give it a listen. Those watch along episodes are pretty fun, actually. Yeah, they are. They are pretty fun. Yeah. And by the way, if you're thinking like, well, that sounds like too much work, like pressing play at the same time or whatever, and... You can kind of listen to them as is episodes, yeah. Because we kind of go off the rails quite a bit, yeah. You know? But we try to stay on point. But anyway, exactly. Child's yeah. Play, Child's Play. I think it's safe to say that this one is better. I think so. I certainly think so. A lot of people seem to think so, and I, I, I'm on that train as well. I'm on Team Child's Play too. No way, bro. Child's Play three all the way. I don't think anybody thinks Seed feels that way. Of Chucky, <laughs> I saw that one in theaters. Whoa. Yeah. Was that the one with Redman? Oh, yeah. Redman's in it. Redman? Yeah. Redman. Okay. Red. Last yeah. name, Man. Okay. I think, I don't even know if I ever finished that. I remember watching it and thinking, ooh, this is a piece of shit. Yeah. It's not good. <laughs> I saw it in theaters with a couple friends and I was like, why did I do this to myself? Yeah. Well, it's... we're not talking about those today. No, we're talking about a good movie. Yeah. 1990. The very, very end. It's almost like this is the last slasher movie. Of? Of like the 80s, like kind of 80s-ness. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess they filmed it in late 89. 89. Yeah, I'm assuming so. Yeah. Well, hey, before we jump all up in Child's Play 2, let's, uh, you know, talk about some shit that we've watched since the last time we recorded. All right. So, you finally saw The Fanatic. I did watch The Fanatic. Okay, now we... I kind of talked about it a lot last week, so we're not going to spend a whole lot of time, but yeah. give me your thoughts. All right, so it's bad. Okay, I'm not going sure. to go ahead and get that out of the way. It's not a good movie at all. Uh-huh. It's not like the absolute garbage dumpster fire that some people might tell you that it is. Or that they want it to or be. Or that they want it to be. Yeah. Now, granted, it's horribly written. Mm-hmm. Devin Sawa's character doesn't do anything logical like a human being would do. Yeah. Especially at the end. I'm like, no, this, no, this doesn't make sense. Yeah, well, did you see what I, I I talked to you about this last week? How if they made his character a little more sympathetic, he was just an <laughs> asshole right off the bat. Yeah, like if it had started out like he was nice to Moose, yeah. Moose started you know stalking him, and it progressed and got worse. Yeah. You could be like, oh, I understand why he's reached yeah, that point. Exactly. But he was just a dick right off the bat. Yeah, he was and like, hey, how about I sign your fucking face with my fist yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay yeah and i, I don't and then 
at some points, John Travolta was okay. At other things, like, oh my god, this is the cringiest shit I've seen in a long time. Yeah, <laughs> especially like when he's talking to himself in the mirror, like get himself pumped up for stuff. Bobby Cock. Oh, Bobby God. Cock. now granted, that's a hard thing to do when you're acting like somebody who's doing an impression of somebody else. Like, I get it, but yeah. man, did he fucking fail at it. <laughs> yeah, but again, it's not the worst movie by any means. No, I didn't hate it. I still didn't hate it. Now, here's what's going to be my thoughts on The Fanatic. I'm never going to even think about this movie next year. In 2020, I was like, oh, yeah, that was a movie I saw. Mm-hmm. It's bad. Yeah. But I'm going to completely forget about it. Same thing with Gotti. Nobody remembers Gotti and how awful that movie oh, was. Oh, God, I want to watch that. Yeah. The movie does look good, though, right? Yeah, it looks fine. It looks, yeah. looks a good movie. The Limp Biscuit scene did not belong in there at all. Yeah, that was weird. That's, that was like some self-serving. That was Fred Durst going like, hey, guys. Remember us? Remember when 2001 was a pretty awesome time for me? Dude, they still play huge shows in Europe. Really? Yeah. Yeah, dude, they play, like, massive festivals and shit. They do really well overseas. And Wes Borland's back in the band, right? Yeah, he's been back. Well, hey, let's not spend a lot of time talking about the LB. Biscuit. (laughs) L-I-M-P. Biscuit is right here. Oh, all right. (laughs) So, the fanatic, you know, give it a watch if you're... You want an interesting movie to watch. That's all I can say. (laughs) Well, what else did you watch, Jason? So I caught this VHS classic that is a highly sought-after tape. It is called Video Violence. All right. It's shot on video. Makes sense. Yeah. And it's about some people who moved to a town. Came out in like 88 or something like that. Okay. And they are the guy starts a video rental place. And then somebody drops, accidentally drops off a snuff film, and it turns out that this whole town is full of people. Like they're Friday nights, they just go and they they make snuff films and they rent them from the from the store. Okay, it's very weird. It's right. very much of its era, but it's like one of the like prized jewels of the VHS collector community. Oh, okay. I, I just, just before I got on here, I googled like I saw one copy that was like listed. Now nobody, there hadn't been any bids on it, but it and the and the case looked really shitty. But it was like over 200 bucks. Wow. I'm like, no. That's nuts. Yeah, I like VHS tapes and everything, but I'm never going to spend $200 for Well, a I'll video keep an tape. eye out for it at thrift stores. <laughs> if you see it, yeah. Yes. Get it and flip it immediately. Absolutely. You got it. <laughs> hey, you know that media release copy of Halloween? Yeah. That found out a, well, my girlfriend found out a thrift store for dirt cheap. Yeah. I looked those up on eBay and some were going for like 35, 40 bucks. Yeah, media releases are pretty collectible. I don't know what, because a lot of people do for labels too, not just like yeah. the big community, and that's a media release are pretty popular. <laughs> You'll sell your blockbuster verse copy of Halloween, right? Yeah, I'd, I'd probably part with that. Hey, one of our tiers on our Patreon, you get, well, tier four, mm-hmm. a part of many things that you get, you get two mystery VHS tapes plucked from me and Jason's collection. Oh, yeah. And we are going to hook you the fuck up. Yeah, we will. Yeah. Hope you enjoy prom night four. <laughs> no, we, we're gonna do yeah. better than that. We'll give you, You're we'll not give getting you my Halloween cool. media release, so I'm sorry. <laughs> that's that's where I draw the line. Everything else is fair game. Exactly. Okay, so video violence. What year was that? I think it was eighty nine, I believe was when it came out. Eighty eight, eighty nine. I have a feeling it's eighty eight. I just smell it. It just feels like an eighty eight thing. Yeah, it just feels like it. It's on YouTube. That's why I watched it. Hey, I have a question for you. How did so like I'd say like 86 to 88 were just baller years for 80s horror. Yeah. And then something happened in like 89 where it was just like 
if you were looking at like a, a stock graph, you would just see a sharp decline. Well, at this point, the bottom completely fell out of the slasher craze. Later, it wasn't really. I mean, Child's Play kind of came out. In yeah, that but eighty-seven was so good. Yeah, but I mean, like, after that, that was just a short amount of time. But then you, I don't know what it was. But look at like the Fr- the, the Nightmare on Elm Street movies and the Friday the Thirteenth movies that came out at that point were pretty trash. Yeah, like I mean, Jason Takes Manhattan was eighty-nine. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, think, all the all the big names were. And also Halloween Five, yeah, yeah, we've talked about that before. Yeah. But I don't just, know. It's just, it, I mean, eventually everything kind of goes put, and for basically ten years of slasher movies. Well, hey, Child's Play Two was nineteen ninety, so yeah, it, wow. I mean, it happens. You Is know? this one of the best nineties horror movies? Now, granted, they don't have a whole lot of stiff competition. No, there's not a lot of stiff competition I there. I mean, there's some good stuff. There is, there is. You got to dig for it, you know. But there's some some good stuff. But I think this one. It's 90, you'll put it in there as one of the highlights of the, the decade. Yeah, it is. For sure. It's in the conversation, that's for sure. Absolutely. It might not be as good as, like, Scream, but it's still a good movie, I feel like. Yeah. Uh, What were we talking about? What else did you watch? That was it. Did you watch? <laughs> oh, did you, okay. Yeah. Did you watch anything? Hey, I saw Overlord. Oh, yeah, you told me to watch that. I haven't gotten around to it yet. It's a solid watch. It's, um, I told you it's like Saving Private Ryan meets... A little bit of Evil Dead and Reanimator. Yeah. But it kind of has the action feel of like, well, I think it was written by J.J. Abrams or... I know he was like at least a producer on it. I don't know if he... So it has that epic action feel to it. How many lens flares? I don't know if they... I don't think they go crazy with it. Okay. I gotcha. Apparently his wife actually had to tell him, like, dude, cool it with the lens flares, man. You know, lens flares just used to be like this thing that would just happen occasionally. Yeah. Like, oh, that's a cool effect. <laughs> and then they found out a way like, hey, let's add a thousand of these digitally. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if there were a lot of lens flares. I don't I don't think there were. But good. it's a good watch. It's nice. about these Nazis that are doing these like human experiments underground in this village in France. Oh, okay. Yeah, and these soldiers have to like, you know, go in there and save the day. It's really good. Cool. Cool. Definitely I mean, I, I, need, I know because it's on Prime now, right? It is on Prime. Okay. Yes. I, I really need to check that one out because it looks pretty good. I've never seen it in theaters, like the trailers for it in theaters. Like, actually, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I don't think it did that well. Probably not. I, I mean, I'm thinking it made its money back, but I don't think it did like a whole lot of money. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's well acted. Some good gore, good effects. It it kind of fell into some cliche action movie tropes towards the end oh uh, like yeah the villain throws around the good guy and <laughs> trash talks him for five minutes when he could just kill him yeah i know that thing. while explaining his entire plan that old guy you should have killed me when you had the chance <laughs> <laughs> like throws him through a wall but now <laughs> it's like all right you know you could just kill him i could kill you but that is not dramatic yes <laughs> I could kill you now, but that doesn't give a chance for your friend to come and save the day. Oh, <laughs> yes, Mr. Bond. Yeah. Not giving too much away. Okay. But it's a good watch. Don't let that deter you. I gotcha. Check it out. Amazon right. Prime. Did you watch anything else? Uh, Not really. Okay. A lot of Kitchen Nightmares. A lot of Gordon Ramsay shows. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just love them. Now, did Gordon Ramsay take over? What's the guy that, who's the guy that, that passed away recently? Killed himself? Did, oh, Anthony Bourdain. Is he kind of taking over Anthony Bourdain's show? Mm, like no. Parts Unknown? I thought he was kind of going to do that. I don't think so. Maybe not. Unless I'm mistaken. I mean, I'd be down to watch that. Yeah. But. I don't know. He's not as uh, 
charismatic as, uh, or he's charismatic, but he's a different kind of charismatic than Anthony Bourdain is. Oh, Ramsey is definitely charismatic. Yeah. When he's not hamming up for the TV show to be a complete asshole sometimes. Uh, I like Gordon Ramsay. It's like no, it's, it's if you watch the UK version versus the American version, they really overplay the drama and him oh, being like yeah, an asshole yeah. in the kitchen. But the UK, he's like he's still that guy in the kitchen, yeah. but it's not quite as like a this family is a fucking full of idiots. Oh my goodness! Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, hey, horror podcast. All horror right. podcast. <laughs> yeah. So. So yeah, other than that, I haven't really watched a whole lot to be honest. Been watching a shit ton of hockey. Gotcha. So. Go Canes. Canes are doing well. Whooping that ass. Whooping A lot of teams are catching a country ass whooping these days. Metro division better be fucking ready. LA caught one last night. (laughs) You hear that, Slashers? (laughs) (laughs) Isn't Jake a LA Kings fan? I think he's a Detroit fan. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, never mind. I think Brian's a a Kings fan. All right. I'm pretty sure Jake's a Detroit Red Wings fan. Well, they found out last night. They got that. (laughs) Like, Country honey wolf. Carolina ass <laughs> What are you going to do with the hurricanes running wild on you, brother? <laughs> All right, Jason. So, you know what? There hasn't been a whole lot of news in the past week, but I did see that Bloody Disgusting has released their top 25 horror films of the 2010s. Yeah. So, do you want to break down some of those we're gonna do what 25 to 25 to 11 all right so this is bloody disgusting's best of the best of the last 10 of the last 10 years all right what is number 25 jason number 25 is a quiet place directed by john krasinski came out last year yeah 2018 i'm sorry we know the one yeah yeah but good creature feature i thought it is i'm surprised it's well when you see what they put before that, I'm surprised that one is that low. <laughs> I figured it'd be a little bit higher up, too. Uh, 24 is Lords of Salem. All right. Well, we've talked about that movie in the past before, but I will say that it. I personally think it's one of Rob Zombie's better movies. Of the Rob Zombie movies. It actually it's... has atmosphere, and it's not a white trash shit show. It's not 31, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty <laughs> sure 31 is not on that list. No, it is not. Spoiler alert. It's not. Yeah, yeah. I like House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil's Rejects, and then I'd put Lords of Salem. That would be like my Your my third. Rob Zombie list. And then everything was like, just miss. You can just skip the rest of it. Well, if you haven't heard our <laughs> Halloween episodes, you can listen to those. <laughs> Phil was a big fan. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Number 23 was Spring, directed by Justin Benson. It came out in 2014. Never heard of it. I've never heard of it either. It's got Lou Taylor Pucci in it, but it's a kind of a monster movie, like a love monster movie, or somebody, where Lou Taylor Pucci falls in love with a girl, and he finds out she's actually an immortal monster who changes shape every 20 years. Okay. That's literally all I've got on that movie. I've never right. heard of it, too. I mean, I'm going to try and give it a watch. Apparently, it's better than A Quiet Place. <laughs> I don't think so, bro. We'll check it out. All right, so number 22 was Attack the Block by Joe Cornish. Hey, there is a movie that does not get enough love. It's a good movie. That's a damn good movie. I've yeah. watched that movie at least 10 times before. Yeah, like, it's, re- it. it's a lot of fun. We can, we should cover that. Yeah, we should have that for an episode. We could do like uh, Alien Month or something. Uh, or sci-fi, horror, whatever. Yeah. That's a 
Hey, that's a really good movie, and it's where John Boyega of Star Wars got his start. Oi, that's Moses, bro. <laughs> Oi, you got them bangers, bro. Yeah, they were very uh, cockney in that movie. I'm gonna kill that alien thing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Moses, Moses. And then what yeah, Nick that Frost movie... is the drug, drug, drug lord, drug dealer. Oh yeah, yeah. Blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah, that movie fucking rules. Yeah, I that love was a that lot movie. of fun. I don't think it's streaming anywhere. I remember it was for a while, but I don't know. I feel, I feel like it's just a movie that nobody talks about and gets, gets overlooked. I mean, it's like really good. It's definitely got a bit of a cult following. Yeah. Yeah. Rightfully so. Yeah. So check that movie out if you've never seen it. Definitely. Highly recommend it. Number 21 is a movie we've done The Autopsy of Jane Doe. I respect that. I respect that. I only think it should be a little bit higher up than that. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, that was a fun episode to do. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that movie. It's a lot to kind of unpack. And it's one of those good movies you go into it as blind as possible. Mm-hmm. It really makes the experience a little bit better. Yeah, it's a very tight, compact movie. Yes. Yeah. Solid one. watch. Solid watch. The Invitation. Now, have you seen that one? I have not, actually. It's on Netflix. Okay. And it's kind of a weird one where everybody gets invited into, let's see, invited to a Hey. Yeah. I see. Gets invited to a dinner party where everybody's kind of grieving their, or airing their grievances, and you find out there's all kinds of stuff going on outside. Uh-huh. It's more of a thriller than a horror, I would say. Okay. But it's, a, it's an interesting movie. I didn't love it, but I know a lot of people really do like it, so I can respect this one. I feel like it's a little too high on that list, but okay. <laughs> Move it along. Okay. Now, have you ever seen The Final Girls at number 19? I haven't. I've heard about it. I've heard about it too. I've never seen it either. I know it's uh, like really a lot of people really like it. In two thousand, came out in two thousand fifteen. I think it's streaming on Prime right now. The Final Girls, huh? Okay, yeah. Raw. Have you seen Raw at number eighteen? Raw. Yes, it's a French horror movie. So I'm more of a Monday Night Nitro kind of guy. <laughs> okay, I see what you did there. Or maybe you're just a WCW fan. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> no, it's this movie. It's in French, like I said. Mm-hmm. She is a vegetarian, and she goes to be the she goes to school to be a veterinarian. And one of the big things that they the rite of passage that everybody has to do is they have to eat a raw piece of meat. All right. And it kind of insatiates a urge to eat raw meat and people eventually. Interesting concept. Yeah, it's all kind of a metaphor for some other stuff. It's interesting. It. That hashtag deep, yes, hashtag deep for Too sure deep for me. <laughs> but it's also quite gross. Okay, sounds yeah. interesting. Seventeen is us. I think. Have you heard of this movie? I have. I haven't rewatched it. It's probably I don't HBO, think it's streaming, it? but this feels like an HBO movie. Feels like it. Yeah, but I don't really have a desire to rewatch it. I had fun with it. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, it's not as good as Get Out, but it's still good. I mm-hmm. thought. Number 16 is a South Korean movie that I really enjoy called I Saw the Devil. I have heard of this. Isn't that like a cat and mouse kind of horror? Yeah, like a guy who's like a basically like a CIA operative. Mm -hmm. I don't know exactly what South Korea has. That's the same thing over there. But yeah, he's a special agent person. And a serial killer kills his family. So he goes and finds how the serial killer is. And instead of just killing him, he has to fuck with him forever. I thought you were about to say he has to fuck him. <laughs> oh, yeah, he fucks him hard. I'm going to fuck you. I'm going to fuck you raw. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an interesting movie. It's 
super violent. Really? Would yeah. you recommend it? Oh, yeah. I'd absolutely recommend it. It's okay. really good. Check that out, actually. Number 15 is Don't Breathe by Fetty Alvarez. I remember that one. It was solid. Very weird ending. Yes. Twist. That little, that twist at the end, I was like, oh, God. Yeah. That's a, that's something, all right. <laughs> yeah. That's a good watch, though. Yeah. I enjoyed of, that one. I did, too. Now, have you seen number 14, Train to Busan? I have not. I know it's on Shudder. I believe. I think it's on Netflix. Well, it, it is streaming. I forgot exactly where it is. Maybe it's on both. Maybe. Yeah, I've heard good things about it. It's, I know a lot of people really love it, especially for zombie movies. It's Apparently, it's a big standout. Also a South Korean movie, I believe. All right. Yeah. Number 13 was Gerald's Game. I really like Gerald's Game. I did too, except for the epilogue. But everything else is really good. <laughs> the Lifetime movie epilogue. Where she just walks in that courthouse. These days, I don't even think about him anymore. Oh, God, yeah. What a <laughs> fucking... But the rest of the movie is really good. I mean, I didn't hate the epilogue. But when it started, I was like, oh, they're doing this kind of thing, huh? You're real. You're made of moonlight. Yeah, I think they should have... Well, I haven't read the book, but I feel like they should have just... Like, she imagined she escaped, but then it cut to her just, like, decomposing in the bed, still handcuffed to it. Uh, oh, no, the apparently the the epilogue is basically exactly what happens in the book. With the dog eating her face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but seriously, though, that, that Moonlight Man, oh, when yeah. he first showed up, that creeped me the fuck out. Yeah, dude. and I was like, oh my gosh, he's the guy from Twin Peaks, because he's in Twin Peaks, so he's like a... Oh, I thought it was Lurch. He might be Lurch. <laughs> Oh, is this the same guy who played Lurch? Yeah, this might be the same guy who played Lurch. Oh, I don't know if it's the same guy. It just kind of looked like him. Yeah. All right. Number 12 is Maniac. Now, I've never seen that one. I've heard a lot of good things about it. And I've never seen the original one that came out in the 80s either. That's that one where, Yeah, it's that one that's got Tom Savini taking a shotgun blast to the face in the car. Huh. Yeah. That came out in 80? I think it did come out in 1980. Okay. A lot of... I've seen... Bits and pieces of it. Yeah. I've, I've never watched the whole thing for some reason. A lot, very controversial movie that came out in the 80s. All right. Uh, but the remake is number 12, starring Elijah Wood. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. How have I never seen this? I've never know. even heard about it. I think it's on Shudder. I really do. I know, I'm know. i pretty okay. sure it's streaming. I know it's one of those movies that kind of pops up on sh- on streaming services a lot. You want to watch it right now? Sure. S- screw the podcast. All right, <laughs> listener. We're going to watch Maniac. Maniac. Starting now. <laughs> All right, welcome back. All so, right. what else, Jason? The last one we're going to do today is number 11, and it is Phil's favorite movie, It, Chapter 1. Well, if you ask me to make a most overrated list of the 2010s... I enjoy Chapter that 1. may appear. It was okay. It um, didn't knock my clown socks off like <laughs> it did for a lot of people. Yeah. Still haven't watched the second one. I haven't seen it yet, either. I've seen clips. So... <laughs> All right, and that's sorry. I know yeah. I'm making a lot of people mad. It was amazing. See, I, I haven't seen that it's many like, people talk about loving it, but I like the first one. You know, that's a pretty solid list. Yeah. When Bloody Disgusting released that, the comments went crazy. Like, are you kidding me? You actually put this before that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just subjective. It's not like, you know. Yeah. People take lists very seriously. Yeah, they do, especially from like some news outlet like Bloody Disgusting. The only one where I'm like, 
I don't quite agree with that. I wouldn't put A Quiet Place that low on the list. I think it was a little bit better in 25, yeah. I thought it was a really, really good, like, B creature feature yeah. movie. They don't really make those kind of movies that much anymore either. Which I would have had it cracking the top 10 at least. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. But that was just my thoughts, and we're, we'll go over the next ones next week. Yeah, next week when we cover Troll 2. Can't wait. Troll <laughs> we'll read the I'm really looking forward to that actually. I'm actually looking forward to it as well. I know you like that kind of weird campy B movie shit. So <laughs> Yeah. It'll be a fun one. It will. It so will. we'll read the ten to one list next yes, week. Absolutely. So there hasn't been a whole lot of news, but there is one thing that's very relatable to the movie we're covering today. And that is that sci-fi has ordered a Chucky TV series. Now they've been they talked about it last year with sci-fi, but it, nothing was ever really set in place. I guess they had just had talks with Don Mancini, but now they have ordered it to series. So they're not even going to just do a pilot; they're going to do everything. Yeah, that could be interesting. Yeah, I, I'm way more excited for this than the Child's Play remake that they did. I've heard mixed things about the remake. No. I just, I still have zero desire to watch it. I yeah. just, eh, I don't care. <laughs> I'll see it at some, if, whenever it finally gets on some streaming platform. Yeah, I'll, I'll stream watch it somewhere. It. Yeah, but outside of like I'm paying, waiting for it to land right in my lap. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> I have to put in zero effort to watch this. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll give this a shot. Yeah. And it's kind of messed up because didn't they like basically exclude Don Mancini? Well, they asked if they wanted to put him on as an executive producer, and Don Mancini was like, no, I'm still doing this other Child's Play thing, continuing yeah. to do that, and then he, they were like, okay, we're going to do this anyway without you. Hmm. So that's how that's how that went. So I don't know if there's exactly hurt feelings. I'm sure there are hurt feelings about it. I'm sure. But I'm sure he still had to make some money off of it, because he did create the characters. I just don't think they should have used the name Child's Play. They could have called it... Blood Buddy? Blood Buddy. Which is the original <laughs> Battery's not included. <laughs> yeah. Which was the original title. Well, one of the uh, working titles for the original Child's Play. Yeah. Blood Buddy's not too bad. Battery's not included. Eh. There's a there's a Steven Spielberg Battery's not included. But he's just a producer on it, but there's it came out in the 80s as well. Gotcha. It's a kid's movie. So, Chucky TV show. Yep. Doesn't say anything about casting yet. I'm uh, assuming Brad Dorf is coming back. And he's, I'm assuming so as well. He's... Seems to really enjoy playing that character. Yeah, and him and Mancini seem to be fairly tight. And I don't know anything about Alex Vincent, if he's coming back or not, or where this takes place after the last couple movies, but I'm mm-hmm. interested to see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. And Don Mancini is going to direct the first episode, and he will be showrunner for the TV shows as well. Yeah, and in case you didn't know, Don Mancini created... The character Chucky, yes. he has written every movie, right? Yes, every movie, and he's directed the last two. Yeah, so he's been there from the start. This yeah. is his uh, his baby. Yeah. I guess that'll be a, a good way to jump right into our, into our feature of the day, Child's Play 2. Child's Play 2. Now, what is your history with this movie, Jason? Do you remember the first time you saw it? The first time I saw it, I was probably like 13. I really? always remember being scared of the VHS cover when he's got the, the spring uh-huh. and he's got it cut off with the scissors. How about you? When was the first time you... All right. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of grew up with these movies. I saw this one when I was like, I don't know, six years old or something. Really? Yeah. A couple shots in this movie terrified the shit out of me as a kid. And we'll kind of break them down as we go. But 
This is by far my favorite of the series. It's the one I've gone back and rewatched the most. Yeah, it's definitely one I still watch the most too. Yeah. So, I remember this one and the third one being on television a lot. Yeah, definitely. Especially during the AMC Monster Fest or Fear Fest. Yeah. Yeah. So this one was directed by John Lafia, right? He directed a lot of Freddy Nightmares episodes before this. Uh-huh. And he was a co-writer for the first one as well. The first one was directed by Tom Holland, who, of course, directed Fright Night also. And apparently there were some differences with Mancini and Tom Holland. Well, Tom Holland's the one that added all the Dombala voodoo stuff to it. And Don Mancini didn't really like all of that. Really? Okay. Yeah. His was more of a, I think, in his original script, Annie's blood got in the doll. And that kind of made him evil. Mm-hmm. And Annie, he was more of a protector of Annie instead of just a serial killer. Yeah. Like he would like the teacher scene in this movie we'll talk about, that was a holdover from the original script that he had written. And he was just killing enemies of Andy in the first script. Okay, I got you. And then Tom Holland comes on and he adds the voodoo stuff, all that kind of stuff, which is something he really, really hates. Okay. Yeah. Well, he must have liked it a little bit because he kept it in the script. Well, he didn't have a choice at that point. You uh-huh. know? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, so let's jump right on into the movie. So it kicks off, we get up-close shots of Chucky, and they're scraping off junk and deep-cleaning him. Why exactly they're bringing this particular doll back to life, I don't know. Well, that's right, they're trying to prove that the doll didn't, you know, because the company's under investigation. Oh, the stockholders are mad, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, the stockholders are upset, so they're going to... Clean up Chucky and show him, like, hey, there's nothing wrong with this doll. Exactly. So that's where the intro comes from. But I like the intro. It reminded you were in that TV cool. show on Disc Discovery called How It's Made? Yes. It's what it reminded me of. I was like, oh, this is a lot of fun. It's a good show. It's a great show to fall asleep to. Exactly. Chucky was, of course, designed by Kevin Yeager. And him and his team, they do all the puppeteering for this. Yes. Kevin Yeager married the. Mom from Child's Play. Yeah, Christine Hicks. Yes. Yeah. So it was kind of weird that she wasn't in this movie. Well, originally she was, but they cut out like court stuff that she was supposed to be in for budgetary reasons. Oh, okay. So there was originally a script she was going to be at the beginning of it. Same as Chris Sarandon, who was also going to be in it as well. Uh-huh. But they had to cut all that stuff out for budget reasons. I think it was $10 million this movie was made for. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they kind of explain her. They're like, oh, she was sent to a psychiatric ward. Yeah, there's a little bit of hand-waving at the beginning of this movie. It's like, oh, yeah, Annie's in an orphanage, and Mom's in psychiatric ward for believing blah, 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 blah. Chucky's a doll, a real person killing pugs. Yeah. Charles Lee uh, Ray. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, but she was apparently on set for a lot of this movie. Yeah. yeah Seems um, like they could have got her. You know, to do something. It would have been nice, but yeah. Well, for whatever reason. Now, because Universal distributed this movie where United Artists distributed the first one. That's right. That might have had something to do with it, but who knows? Yeah, who knows? So, the head of the company, he's going into the Good Guy Dolls headquarters, and he's talking with the guy from Talladega Nights. What was his name? I forgot his name. All I think is like when Bobby, Ricky Bobby has that wreck. He goes, that is fantastic. Uh, he's been in a lot of stuff, actually. Yeah, you just see him a lot. Checking out his IMDb. And he does a good job in this, I think. Yeah. So they have the original Chucky doll. And they're doing a quality control check on Chucky. 
this little first death scene here is, is kind of ridiculous. I, I laughed pretty hard at it because I, I had forgotten all about the <laughs> Yeah, like the uh, technicians come in and they're trying to repair the machine. He's like, it's stuck. And then like electricity shoots out of Chucky's eyes into the machine and this guy gets electrocuted and flies through a window. Yeah, that was pretty great. I it reminded like, me of South Park for some reason. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Just way over the top. And then you get Andy talking to the psychiatrist about his past. Basically explaining Child's Play 1 to the therapist. And the medics, they come to pick up the body. The the boss guy tells the other guy, he's like, stick that doll up your ass. <laughs> he's like, what do you want me to do with the doll? He's like, shove it up your ass. Yeah. Like, this is your stereotypical 80s evil CEO who doesn't give a shit. Yeah. And we meet Andy's soon-to-be foster parents. They're watching Andy behind a two-way mirror and deciding if they want to adopt him or not. Phil clearly wants nothing to do with this kid. Yeah, Phil's a fucking dick. Yeah, he is. <laughs> so much so that I wondered, why is he a foster parent at all? Yeah, he's <laughs> like, I don't, the entire time, he's like, I don't want this kid. Yeah, and I'm just like, you know, it's fine if you want to be a foster parent. Most people aren't. It's not an easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. So if you can't, if you don't care, maybe you just shouldn't do it. So the the foster mom... She remarked that this was her worst filming experience, but I cannot find out why. Did you happen to find out why? I couldn't find out either. Now, I know she was in American Werewolf in London. That's right. She was, that kind of blew my mind when I, I was like, that's where I recognize her Yeah, that's her what from. I always recognize her from, too. Which is a great movie. It is a really good movie. I want to talk about awesome creature effects. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, she was in that. And, you know, they're talking to the social worker, deciding if they want to adopt them. And they drive Andy home. They're driving him home. Andy looks at a picture of his mom, you know, again. Mm -hmm. It's like, hey, audience. He misses his mom. Remember her? Yeah. Anyways. Going on to save it in heaven. So they... They're... (laughs) Was she? (laughs) Yeah, she was the mom on save it in heaven. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they slam the brakes on that 1994 (laughs) Taurus. Station wagon. Station wagon. (laughs) As a good guy truck passes by. Waving at Andy. You know, it's very convenient that the good guy factory was located mirror blocks from where Andy... <laughs> I also love that the orphanage is in, like, the warehouse district. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, right down the street from the good guy factory. Exactly. Everything's just, like, run down and shitty. It's like, oh, we'll just put an orphanage next to all the, the factories and warehouses. <laughs> yeah. So, Andy enters the bubblegum palace. This is the ugliest house I've ever seen in my life. It looked very, like, 80s. Oh, yes, it's like it if like the 80s threw up on the 50s, that's what this house would be. Yeah, you need to call Love It or List It, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> Get them to come fix that house up. So Phil warns Andy not to break that horribly ugly-ass ceramic statue. It's been in their family for generations. Yeah. To remind them that they shouldn't do textiles anymore. <laughs> this is what yeah. happens when we try to make figures. Yeah. <laughs> So Andy walks by Kyle's room, who is also being fostered. Yeah, she walked right off the set of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles beginning with all the street tough kids smoking cigarettes, playing pool. Was she in that? No, I'm saying it's, this character reminded me of somebody oh, that would be hanging out one of those. Yeah, that's true. Menthol or regular. Looks <laughs> <laughs> like a half pipe in there. They're playing pool. Yeah, thank you. Uh, what's his name? Sam. God, what's that actor's name? He was the guy that says in the original Ninja Turtles. He's like menthol or Sam Rockwell. Oh, is that him? Yep. 
Oh, it's been so long since I've watched yeah, that movie. That's a great movie. It is a great movie. So Andy walks by Kyle's room. <laughs> she's smoking cigs. And as you do. Yeah, she says she's been there for three weeks, and she's looking 90s as shit. Oh, yeah. Borderline. Sweet well, hat. this was late 80s. Yeah. Yeah, she's got on, like, the leather... Like, fedora-ish kind of hat. Yeah, turn, sort of. turned around backwards. Yeah. And, yeah. Capri pants. So Andy is rummaging through all the toys. He goes into the closet. He sees a skateboard. But what's behind the skateboard, Jason? Why, it's a... Tommy. A good guy. That's right. This isn't a Billie Eilish bad guy. <laughs> it's a good guy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Did you like that joke? Hello, oh. kids. I understand what's hip. Oh, okay. Hello, oh. fellow kids. How do you do? <laughs> so, that song is a banger, right? <laughs> it's a hashtag banger. Oh, right? yeah. So <laughs> We'll tweet the deets later. <laughs> Nobody uses Twitter, Jason. Get with it. Oh, snap. So old. I'm so 2008, <laughs> right? <laughs> 2008. Yeah, so it feels like it's only a doll. It's like, have a little sympathy, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I was thinking, but then I was thinking, you know, horror movies in the 80s, 90s, was there ever a good dad in anything? Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, maybe the dad in Nightmare on Elm Street 2 was okay, but he wasn't great, but maybe he was like serviceable. Yeah. Do you remember how awful uh, Michael McDonald was in The Faculty as Elijah oh Wood's dad? Oh, my God. That was Shooter McGavin, yeah. wasn't it? Holy yeah. shit. Because remember, he finds his porno magazine under there. Under That's the right. <laughs> yeah. Well, add Phil to the list. Yeah. Cut back to Talladega Nights guy. It's raining outside, and you know, I just realized this is kind of bad editing. It just jumped from day back to night. Huh. I didn't notice that. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> So anyways, it's, it's pouring down rain <laughs> at night, and this guy is walking to his car. He can't fit him in the trunk, so he throws him in the back seat. He drives off, and there was a deleted scene where he calls his wife first. Yeah. Before calling his girlfriend. Was it Gabriella? Yeah, I think yeah. so. To pick up Vodka, because he knows what Vodka does to her. His work, working late at the, uh, the factory again tonight, some asshole got blown up. Yeah. So he goes into this convenience store, and while inside, Chucky calls the orphanage. This is his uncle Charles. Sure, we'll give you the address. I was about to say, I'm sure nobody cared about anybody's (laughs) privacy back in the 80s. (laughs) So I like when the guy's in the store and he's buying the vodka. That is a clerk from The Howling. He was a porno clerk. Really? Yeah, I guess. I haven't seen The Howling in a long time. Me neither. I like how the cashier gets insulted that the guy only has a credit card. Yeah. He's like, no, that's a that's a credit card. That's just as good as cash. No, he's like, a, not that's a, here, it ain't. That's a gold card. That's a gold that's card. That's a gold card. Yeah, like, this was definitely filmed in 89. Yeah. Credit cards are like, oh, you think you're fancy with your credit card coming in here? <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. You don't carry cash on you? What the fuck? It's cash only. I have no idea how to run a business. Get out of here. <laughs> So he gets back in the car, and Chucky pulls out a water gun, presses it up against his head. I thought he pulled out a pistol there I for did, a too. Of course, that was back in the days when water guns could look exactly like real weapons. Yeah, no orange tips here. No, not at all. So <laughs> this line is funny. He's like, park this piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it always makes me laugh. It does make me laugh, too. And then he, he's like, you know, take my money. Oh, don't kill me. 
And then Chucky squirts him with a water gun. They have a good laugh. And then Chucky throws a subway bag over his head and chokes him out. And he starts... Was this the first time you <laughs> that Chucky laugh? That classic Chucky laugh? Did he do it in the first one? I don't think he did it in the first one. Yeah. This is when they really started to introduce like the more campier, funny yeah. side of Chucky. It's very much the Nightmare on Elm Street 3 of the franchise, where they kind of start adding some, some funny elements to it. But he's still scary, obviously. Yeah. But this is where they first were like, okay, let's make him a little bit funny. He's a doll killing folks. This How is... come they didn't make Michael Myers kind of campy and funny about halfway through the series? They just made every other character in the <laughs> Every yeah, other single yeah. character is, is a he joke. He just throws out some one-liners. You know? <laughs> Either way, Chucky finds his way to the bubblegum house. The foster mom is upstairs reading Hansel and Gretel to Andy. Like in New Nightmare? Weren't they reading Hansel and Gretel? Yeah, they are. Yeah. Absolutely. Lot, I didn't make a lot of Hansel and Gretel action. A lot of Hansel and Gretel. There's a Hansel and Gretel movie coming out. Or I think it's actually called Gretel and Hansel. Oh. They're inversing it a little bit. That Hansel's so hot right now. <laughs> the movie actually looks pretty good. But a it lot does. of movies look good by the previews. Very true. Yeah. So this is a shot that terrified the shit out of me when I was, oh, six, seven years old. When they do a slow pan over, it's thunder and lightning as she's singing a lullaby to Andy. And it pans yes. all the way and you see Chucky standing at the bottom of the stairs. That's a cool shot. It is a cool shot. There's a lot of cool shots in this movie. Yeah, there are. And that was one that just terrified me as a yeah, also, as a youngster. As a young child. Yes. But also, there's a, the puppeteering in this movie took a huge leap forward, too. Yes, it does. I think this is the best, in terms of puppeteering and all that, and the look of Chucky, this is the best it'll ever look. Yeah. Even in like later entries. Yeah. With better technology and stuff. Yeah, it just looks, you know, he looks like a doll still, but he's moving around with his own free will, and they're not using... I couldn't really tell if they're using, like, that many, like, doubles for him. Like, in the first one, you could tell when it was actually a kid dressed yeah. up like Chucky. <laughs> some of them are really funny. Yeah. But this yeah. one, I couldn't really tell if they did that or not. Yeah, watch our watch-along episode on Patreon. We have a lot of fun laughing at those. Yeah. So, he comes across Tommy. Yeah, now we're introduced to Tommy. Tommy is the good guy doll that was in the house that Andy found earlier. Now, do you know why he was named Tommy? Named after Tom Holland. That's right. And some have said that Chucky beating the shit out of this Tommy doll with the statue mm-hmm. is kind of Don Mancini's way of saying, hey, Tom Holland, won't you suck it? Yeah. I also watched the interview he was talking about that. He's like, oh yeah, named after Tom. We thought he'd have a good chuckle out of that. That's really all he said about it. But uh, I could definitely see, because apparently there were some hurt feelings over the first one. He'd be like, you know what? Fuck you, Tom. Like, do, you think there, do you think there's any like malice to it, or is it more of a playful jab? Probably like a playful jab, I would think. I don't know what kind of beef it is. <laughs> is, it, is it like, you know... They're about to serve it up hot. Oh, it's probably like Soprano, like beef, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. Like break his legs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Put him out in satriales and cut him up. It'd be like that. <laughs> so, cut to the next day. Oh, they buried, he heals Tommy. Oh, that's right. With that, that, that very nice figure we were just talking about. That's right. He busts his face open and, and then he buries him under the swing set outside. As he's using a good guy shovel and again laughing his ass off. What's he say? He's like, eat dirt. Tommy. <laughs> yeah. I can't do a Chucky laugh. I'm sorry. So the next day, Phil is livid. Oh, he is hot. Yeah. He wants to know who broke this 
ugly ass statue. So neither of them fess up to it because neither of them did it. So he's like, you know what? You're both grounded. Oh shit. Foster kids. I'd be like, fuck you. <laughs> did you now did you ever break anything like that when you were growing up? Uh or like did you ever like do anything very destructive? Not necessarily breaking things. Do you remember yeah, doing something destructive? I mean, I, I never broke anything like crazy expensive. Yeah. So Kyle is pissed off. She's like, I have a date tonight. Brady was ready to make a commitment. <laughs> <laughs> and now your foster grandkids <laughs> are all ruined because I have to babysit. Sorry you have to babysit. If I wasn't here, you could go out. <laughs> hey, you know what, Jason? I did make a correlation between Child's Play 2 and Halloween 4. Okay. What was that? Because there's a good sibling, uh, foster sibling relationship here. Very true, very true. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah. And like Halloween 4, yes. one of the strong parts of this movie, you could say, is that they actually establish a decent relationship between Andy and Kyle. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That's very true. Much like Rachel and Jamie. Very true. Yeah. Michael Myers shows up in the last half of this movie <laughs> at the Good Guy Factory. No, he doesn't. Much like Halloween 4. Much like Halloween 4, <laughs> yes. <laughs> So anyway, Dr. Loomis comes and shoots Chucky six times. <laughs> yeah. Does Chucky get shot in this movie? I don't think he does. They gun him down in the last one. No, he doesn't get shot in this one. Yeah. He takes some abuse, though. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Cut to the next day. Andy and Kyle are downstairs in the basement. Andy puffs on Kyle's cigarette. Apparently, uh, Alex Benson had to be taught by John Lafia how to hold and smoke a cigarette for that scene. <laughs> Well, I'd hope so. <laughs> yeah. And there apparently there's like a footage Actually, of there's that. footage of that. Yeah. yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Now, the next day, I meant not next day. So, Andy walks upstairs and he walks in on Phil talking shit. Again, he's like, I don't know if I want to adopt this child. Man, he's no Uncle Phil from uh, Fresh, Fresh Prince. Prince of Bel-Air. I oh, can okay. tell you that much. Was Will Smith a foster kid in that? Uh, they adopted. He was their uncle. But they oh, ado- they did of adopt course. Him. Yeah. Hence the name Uncle Phil. Exactly. All right. Moving on. This is kind of funny. And he walks up to Chucky and says, I hate you. <laughs> and then he checks his batteries, much like the first child's play. When his mother did the very same thing. That's right, but he, he's, he does have batteries. Because they put them in the beginning of the movie, just to make sure. <laughs> That's right, Jason. Also, he almost says the wrong name. Did you hear that? He goes, hi, I'm Tommy. Oh, yeah. That's, that's kind of a funny moment. Later that night, mm-hmm. Chucky gets a little kinky. Ties up Andy. Also, I like the way that he's frozen in that picture. And all of a sudden, he like moves and starts staring at Andy. I was like, "That's a pretty cool puppetry going on right there." Yeah. And Chucky wants to play hide the soul. This is when Kyle sneaks through Andy's window. Of all the windows to sneak through, yeah. Why didn't she sneak in through her own window? Maybe she didn't have good access from her window. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. No, I don't know. I have to go back and rewatch that footage. It seems like a bit of a plot convenience, but I'll take it, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, well, she finds Andy tied up, and the parents walk in, and Phil has had it with this Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> he throws Chucky down the basement stairs. I'm like, if all the things you can just throw in the basement, why don't you just, like, actually just get rid of this fucking doll? It's clearly causing this kid trauma, regardless if you think it's real or not. Yeah, you would think they'd be like, oh... He thinks that one of these dolls tried to kill him, like, a year ago. Yeah, like, there's, like, a court trial about this whole thing. You know, maybe we should get rid of it. Maybe it's insensitive (laughs) to have a fucking doll. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. 
Well, after he throws Chucky down, Chucky notices he's got a little bit of a bloody nose. He spent too much time in his body. Yeah, I'm not sure how the uh, the science of that works, but he's like, I gotta get out of this body. It's not science, Phil, it's voodoo. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so, next day, the foster mom gives Andy an egg salad sandwich for lunch and sends him off to school. That'll smell great in a few hours. I know, Kyle says, mm, <laughs> yum. <laughs> Andy gets on the bus. The bus drives off, and you see Chucky's little legs kicking. Mm-hmm. Kind of cute. Yeah. Also, so he's on the bus like he's going to Vietnam from Forrest Gump. Oh yeah. <laughs> They're like throwing shit at him. We can just shove him as hard as he can for no fucking reason. Oh yeah. <laughs> My name's Forrest Gump. I don't give a goddamn who you're. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what it's reminding me of. <laughs> yeah. So then you see Chucky's looking through all the papers at school. And we're introduced to Miss Kettlewell, teaching class. You mean Sparkle Motion? Played by Beth Grant. Now, Jason, do you know where Beth Grant went to college? Where did she go to college? You didn't see this? No, I did not see this. She is a 1973 graduate of East Carolina University. Oh, shit. Yeah, so ECU is located in Greenville, North Carolina. Jason and I, we both lived in Greenville at the same time at one point. Yeah. So, yeah. I lived there longer than you did. Yeah, she grew up in North Carolina, actually. Hmm. I saw, sure I saw that, but I didn't realize she saw the, uh, the ECU thing. Yeah. Do you know who some other high-profile ECU graduates are? The McMahons of WWE fame. <laughs> That's right. I can just picture Vince walking through the courtyard, doing his swagger. Of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Miss Sandra Bullock. Also, yes. There's yeah. a couple of other some football players that have gone through there. Yes. Miss Kettlewell is teaching, and one of the greatest insults in cinema history is about to go down. This kid behind Andy <laughs> flicks his ear. He says, get lost, microchip. Do you think you've ever called anybody a microchip? I call you that all the time. I'm like, hey, microchip, <laughs> hurry up and get over here. I'm going to change your name on my phone as <laughs> My- microchip. Microchip. <laughs> so all the kids got to play for recess. Miss Kettlewell finds the... Fuck you, bitch. Also, paper. <laughs> Andy is the worst colorer of all fucking... Did you look at that paper? The what? Did you look at the coloring that Andy did on that paper? Oh, no. I it's didn't. just like... It says fuck you, bitch. But then all the animals <laughs> that are colored are just him like taking a yellow crayon and just going like across it real quick. What if she just got mad at Andy for his horrible coloring skills? And she I'm, didn't even notice that. I feel like the kid's dumb the way he colored. He couldn't... Any, nothing's inside the lines. And they saw all the other kids. <laughs> Everything looks good. They see me get Andy's. It's like, Jesus Christ. I did not notice this. Yeah. I, fro- I-, I paused and I was like, fuck you, Andy. I almost sent him the Instagram. <laughs> so Andy gets put in timeout and the teacher leaves. Chucky's inside the closet, by the way. Pulled to R. Kelly. So <laughs> Andy walks up. Oh, hey, there's a horror story. Surviving R. Kelly. In the closet. Yeah. Ugh. So have you seen that show? I've not. Somebody should take him behind a barn and put a bullet in his head. He's a fucking monster. Yeah, he's pretty pretty awful. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Anyways, Andy walks up to the the closet door, looks in, get peekaboo. Get me out of here, Andy. He's like, Let me out, you little dick. But <laughs> <laughs> be like Paul was like, Oh, okay, I guess I should probably do that now. Yeah. So Andy climbs out through the window, Miss Kettlewell comes back. Opens the door, walks into the closet, kind of snoops around for a bit. Mm-hmm. A dodgeball falls on her back, and as she goes to put it back up, boom, Chucky 
jumps out of the closet with an air pump. With, with an air pump. Yeah, like you put in for like basketball or something. Yeah. Stabs him and then pumps all that air into her stomach. And then she football tackles the <laughs> all the chairs in the classroom. Yeah. They're like <laughs> And action. Really knock down like five of those desks if you can. You're not trying unless you separate your shoulder, okay? Yeah. And then we see some good animatronics. Yes. See Chucky walking, which is no easy feat because they got the face going. It took know, the mouth. nine people to get him to move. Like if he's on set, there's nine people working yeah, on him at and the time. He, and he does a little, the, he whacks his hand with the yardstick thing. Yeah. So, some good puppetry going on here. Absolutely. And then Chucky kills her with a yardstick. Yeah. I would like to see how that works. Uh, you know. I feel like that would take about 45 minutes. You know, <laughs> it would it would sting, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, I've been hit by those things several times. But yeah, that thing would probably snap at some I feel like right? it would break before it kills me. I know it would break before I died by yardstick. Yeah. I guess it's a passable death scene, though. I guess maybe if you're using like the hard part and not wide, <laughs> yeah. that would cause more damage. But still, yeah, maybe they should have shown this death scene. Maybe instead of, but, but it was cool. You see, like the thing, the yardstick going down through the window, which is kind of a cool shot. I thought, yeah. But I can see you making face. Like, man, I can take I mean, it. Take it, leave it, it was okay. <laughs> but it was a good lead up to that. So yeah, it's a good scene. Now you've got. What's that compilation? Boogeyman. No, is this the scene that they showed in Boogeyman for Chucky? It is, Jason. That's what I thought. I, I, yeah, I remembered that from being one of the the compilation scenes from that. From that. Yeah, yeah. Phil makes Andy open the door down into the basement to see that Chucky's still there. Oh, because Phil's having it out with Andy yeah. at this point. <laughs> yeah. And because he had written something obscene on his paper, that's what Joanne said. That's right. Cut back to Phil arguing more about Andy. Cal gives Andy a pep talk, like, hey, you know, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Double scoops? Double scoops. <laughs> <laughs> just once. Just I want let to see it go, one. man. I always see beginning of an episode and not reference Halloween. Never, sir. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if there's ever a chance for it, I'm grabbing it. <laughs> Grass out those straws every chance you get. <laughs> it's not a straw. There's a strong correlation between this movie and Halloween 4 with the Foster... Uh, relationship. How are you going to do it in Troll 2 next week? We'll find out. <laughs> Tune in next week. Same <laughs> bat time. Later that night, Andy grabs the turkey carver, which is kind of unsafely placed on the counter there. And I usually I, don't leave those out year-round. And I'm... Because I only... Turkey usually grandma, grandma only busts that out once a year. Thanksgiving or Christmas. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and usually they're like plug-in, too. I've never seen one that's battery-operated like that. That's right. You know? So I was like, hmm... I don't know if this is true or not. Yeah, did they make battery-operated turkey carvers? I'm not sure. I'm going to Google that. Google it. So he goes downstairs, pokes around a bit. This is just building suspense, you know? Yeah. Then Chucky jumps out of nowhere on his back, and he cuts him with the uh, turkey carver. Phil opens the door. Of course. Convenient. And he sees Andy holding the turkey carver. Just give me the knife. It's like, it's not a knife. (laughs) And here's my favorite death scene of the movie. As Phil's walking down the stairs, Chucky's hiding behind the stairs, and he hooks him by the ankle. Mm-hmm. Was Chucky standing on something to, to like, because he, he was pretty far up, right? Oh, well, maybe there's like a, see, I don't know exactly how I mean, Phil's like six there. foot, at least. Yeah. You got to think, for him to fall and break his neck, he's, he probably dropped at least three feet, so Chucky's got to be like 
nine feet up in the air. Maybe. <laughs> you may have thought a little bit too hard about a movie where it has know. a child. Trying a doll. to think of the I'm sorry, I'm just trying to think of the uh logistics here. Okay. But anyways. Yeah. Chucky hooked him by the So ankle. you're telling me it doesn't add up. Uh, it does not add up, sir. <laughs> Investigate child's play too. <laughs> Chucky hooks him by the ankle. Yep. And he says, How's it hanging, Phil? I love that line. It's great. <laughs> and the, the look of just him. realization, he's like, Oh my god, the child was right. That's right. And then Chucky drops him on his head and he breaks his neck. What's the foster mom's name? Joanne? Joanne. Joanne goes downstairs and finds Phil. She looks at Andy and she's like, get away from me. Now, here's a question. She never says, but does she think that Andy did it? I'm sure. Because she just kind of looks at him like... Well, I don't know if she thinks he did it, but she still probably holds him responsible because he went and investigated and then all of a sudden yeah, her husband's dead. That's true. Well, she starts packing his shit real quick. Oh, that that foster kid is gone. Oh, he's out of there. <laughs> he's out of there. <laughs> and he's like, ah, oh, jeez. <laughs> so the social worker comes to pick up Andy. Pop quiz. Yes. Do you know who was supposed to play the social worker? Miss Karen Black. Oh, really? That would be a good. That would be a nice little hire. Yeah, and it would have. Especially been so because I looked this up. I was like, what is the first movie where a doll comes to life? And it's Trilogy of Terror, 1975, starring Karen Black. Well, there's that. But there's also like some Twilight Zone episodes that came out in the 60s. Oh, really? Yeah. I was, uh, there's a whole lot of child living doll stuff. Well, I guess the first movie. Yeah. I still haven't seen Trilogy of Terror. I haven't seen it either. I know what the little puppet looks like. Yeah. Anyways. Well, this lady does fine. We see Kyle swinging outside as her feet drag across the dirt. She slowly starts to dig up Tommy, the doll that Chucky buried previously. Oh, yeah. Well, she puts Chucky in the trash first yeah. and starts swinging. Anyways, she finds Tommy, pulls him up. She gets a little bit of a realization like, oh, uh-huh. fuck. Maybe Andy was right. That's right. She goes to look in the trash can and Chucky's gone. So Kyle goes upstairs and finds Joanne dead by what means? I'm not sure. Something like a throat slit. Uh, she was just like tied up with, uh, I'm not sure what happened. I'm not sure. But you know what this movie really needed? More graphic death scenes? Well, that too. Absolutely. Now that I think about it. Yeah, there's really no graphic death scenes. Yeah, they could have they put some stink on it here yeah. with this death scene. Yeah, but... What should have happened is Chucky I mean, should have adequate stank. Yeah, but you could have put a, put a little bit more stank on it. We'll pepper a little bit of stank. On yeah, it. just a little. Maybe uh, put some stank in a ramekin just to dip it in. <laughs> yeah, you know. But anyways, but Chucky should have popped up and said, "Your foster parents are dead." Oh <laughs> my God, he should have. <laughs> Your foster parents. Are Your dead. foster parents are dead. Oh man, hey, mom, what's wrong with Joanne? <laughs> Oh man, so now Chucky jumps on Kyle's back. Chucky trips her somehow and puts a knife up to her neck. Well, she smashed him to the mirror. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, he gets Kyle to drive them to Andy at the orphanage. A cop pulls him over and cop lets him go. Chucky's like, shut up and drive before I kick your fucking teeth in. She's real. This is a station wagon. (laughs) Yeah, get real. (laughs) <laughs> so Kyle starts driving fast and throws Chucky through the window, tries to run into him, 
but she crashes the car. Well, she conveniently wrecks two blocks down from the orphanage. Oh, yeah. So In the, the meatpacking district. Yeah. So Chucky pulls the alarm at the orphanage. Kyle is holding Chucky. And he has a knife up to her back. And this is when they go into the social worker's office. He says, amazing, isn't it? Stabs her in the chest like three times. Yes, he does. And he pulls a little Dennis the Menace. Because she falls into the copier. Oh, and that's right. Copies I, of forgot her about. <laughs> I forgot about. I forgot that was in credit scene of Dennis the Menace. <laughs> a 1993 absolute classic that I rewatched recently and loved every second of it. As the fire trucks arrive, Andy and Chucky jump in the back of a mail truck. That is, I didn't know that like newspaper trucks drove around with the back open like this. Well, maybe they're just like throwing them out. Yeah. Dump trucks do. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Anyways, they're in the back of one. So Kyle drives behind the truck and honks at it, eventually gets it to pull over. But Chucky and Andy run into the uh, warehouse. Of the good guys. I love when the truck driver grabs Kyle. He's like, you crazy bitch. (laughs) 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 So they run into the good guy factory, conveniently located down the street. Yes. Chucky and Andy play a little game called Hide the Soul. Close your eyes and count to seven. When you wake, you'll be in heaven. <laughs> he does the Abdallah Bala Bala Bala. Oh, I had this movie <laughs> on subtitles, and I was uh-huh. like, this is just gibberish. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, we're not going to repeat it. You, no. know the, you know the one. But it doesn't work because he's been in his body too long. And boy, let me tell you, Chucky is livid. He... He gets fucking pissed. He screams no, and his tongue starts moving. That's a pretty cool effect. Yeah. Tongue moving. Yeah, it was. Side note, I wonder how many good guy boxes they had to make. They're highly collectible. A lot of them that were on that movie, in the movie, Uh were like taken off the set. Because some of them actually had good guy dolls in there, and some of them were like painted over. Uh Uh-huh. Like apparently they pop up on eBay all the time for like thousands of dollars. What? Yeah. Damn. (laughs) Yeah. Well, they definitely made a lot. Yeah. Kyle pulls a uh, cliche action move, (laughs) tumbles underneath the door just before it closes. So Kyle starts to climb up the the rolling thing where all the boxes slide down. He starts climbing up that for some reason. I don't know why, Mm. but... (laughs) And doesn't Andy climb up behind? Andy tries to, but he falls like Marv and the the icy steps. Oh, in Home Alone? (laughs) In Home Alone. Holy shit, you're right. But Chucky pops up at the bottom of the stairs. Can't quite get to Andy because they dropped the gate on him. Yeah. This is yeah. like the worst puppet effect when he's like crawling up those with his knife kind of thing. But I thought he was kind of like, ugh. It just seemed uh, like you can see somebody's where off screen just like moving him a little bit. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I guess so. But it passes, especially for 1990. Yeah. So when the when that gate drops down on his arm and he like pulls it off, that's like shit. It's pretty gross. Pretty brutal. Pretty, yeah. Let's out a sick scream. I'll tell you, if this acting thing hadn't worked out for Brad Dorf, he could have started a metal band. I'll tell you that. <laughs> He's got a pretty brutal scream on him. So Andy and Kyle, they pass through the eyeball part of the machine, the doll making process. Yeah. You know, the little thing. So at the same time, Chucky makes a knife arm. And Again, then pretty graphic. Looks exactly like T-1000, basically. I'm not saying oh. James Cameron stole this from Chucky, okay? <laughs> Holy shit, you're right. <laughs> he says, I hate kids. Yeah. Well, they got to add to the body count, so they're like, hey, let's 
do a scene where a technician goes and repairs the eyeball thing. Yeah, because they're all crowding the that little area of the factory. Yeah, and Chucky kills them for some reason. Yeah, and Don Mancini was talking about I was like, we were just throwing factory ideas at it. If you look at it, nothing makes sense. Yeah, I kind of see that. Yeah, they were just like, okay, there would probably be this around here, and there would probably be this kind of thing. Yeah, it was almost like they were thinking like, oh, what should we do now? Yeah. Like, oh, we could uh, have the toys pile up, and we'll send in a maintenance guy to fix it, yeah. and then Chucky kills him. Kind of adds to the body count. Add like a Kubricki and Maze at some point. Yeah. <laughs> I actually like that part. I do too. Yeah. Chucky comes in on the assembly line. Kyle hits him with a with a tray or something, and it knocks Chucky back, and it sends him into the. I don't know what the purpose of this would be. Yeah, again, this I think it's more a thing. Like, yeah, I'm sure this is what this would be. It's like, yeah, so they jam him full of like arms and legs. I don't quite get it. But... It's kind of a cool when he pops out, and it's, and it's just the bottom half of of Chucky. Yeah, yeah, doesn't serve a purpose, but it's <laughs> there. Yeah. So the eyeball man that. Chucky killed previously. He somehow had his feet tied and he's swinging like yeah. George of the Jungle style yeah. when he hits Kyle. Also, we didn't talk about when he got the eyeballs. Like, that was a dumb gag, I thought. The eyeballs and his eyeballs. Yeah. I was like, mm, I get you need the body count, but maybe you could have cut up with someone a little bit. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. And how did this guy get his feet tied and he's swinging through the air? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he's only got one hand. How can he tie a knot? Very good point. <laughs> yeah. Chucky pops back out of the uh, melted arm leg goo, goo, and he's crawling across the floor now, and Andy covers him in pudding. Hot pudding. Hot pudding. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of what it looks like. Kyle has been passed out, and she's about to go into the arm leg thingy. Andy wakes her up at the last minute. Oh, and she doesn't get that head chopped off. Yeah. But wouldn't you know it, Chucky pops up again. And Kyle shoves the air hose in his mouth, and his head explodes. That's the end of Chucky in this movie. That is the end of Chucky in this movie. He dead. Oh, he real dead. Yeah. So, Kyle and Andy are leaving the good guy factory. The sun's rising. Andy says, where's home? She says, Andy, I have no idea. (laughs) And then the theme starts to play. Walk off into the sunset. Where they have to explain to the police who killed Joanne. And why did you wait 12 hours to report it to the police? Yeah. Good luck explaining <laughs> that. Yeah. Be like, oh, you see that uh, doll thing in there with no head? He actually came back to life. Yeah. He did all this. It definitely wasn't Kyle, the disgruntled, confused teen. No. Who resents her foster parents. Definitely not her that killed them. Also, both foster parents are dead in the same same night. Yeah. And then the orphanage lady. Hey, Kyle, we got some questions. Yeah. You know who could explain that better? Rachel. (laughs) This episode is done. Sheriff Meeker needs to show up and talk to these two. (laughs) Hey, did you see the alternate ending to this? I did see the alternate ending. So, anybody that hasn't, it's not nothing too crazy. It's basically a cliffhanger. So, it goes back and they go back into the factory and they take the the melted stuff and they put them back into a whole vat of plastic that's getting ready for more good guy dolls. Yeah, and it pans down to one of the good guys' faces and it makes a frowning smiles. Yeah. Smiles. 
then freeze frame. The roll credits. Roll credits. It's kind of dumb. Yeah. They, yeah. They. You know what? I actually saw that on like a. You know how this movie used to come on like USA. Yeah, and since it's so short, they kind of add something like all the Halloween TV stuff that you know uh-huh. added some deleted scenes in. They add some of the deleted scenes, kind of widen the uh huh. The add to the running time. Hey, did you know that one of the TV scenes from the original Halloween, the one where Laurie and Linda are looking out the window for Michael, they're like, "He drove by earlier." Yeah, that is the same house from Nightmare on Elm Street. Huh. Yep. Did not know that. It is a, I wouldn't call it a conspiracy theory, but there's an entire thread comparing photos. And it's pretty, it's got to be the same house. They're both filmed in Pasadena. Okay. So, well. Anyways, fun yeah. little factoid Fun for little you. factoid. Sorry, I didn't mean for this to turn into a Halloween episode. I just, I've resigned my fate that I have to, have to talk about Halloween every week at some point. Jason. I got to do it one more time. Sorry. <laughs> when the credits were rolling, I did notice that the stunt coordinator on this was our boy, old Mr. Dick Highwater Warlock. Oh, really? Yep. Hmm. From Halloween 2. He played Michael Myers. So there you go. Last <laughs> one. Sorry. I got gotcha. you. Sorry. I'm I handing gotcha. over my, my <laughs> taking the guns off my taking waist. Taking the guns away. Turning my badge in. You're leaving Haddonfield. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm resigning from the force. Moving over to Russellville. Moving down to Florida to retire. Let Sheriff Meeker take my job. Okay. Gross. All right, Jason. So yes. Gross. <laughs> All right, Jason. So, that's Child's Play 2. It is Child's Play 2. Solid little watch. You know, I got to say, after I saw it this time, I was like, okay. Yeah. Didn't uh, knock my good guy Keds off my feet. Did not. Yeah, but it was good. It's a solid, solid movie. What do you give it on a 10-point scale? Six. That's about where I'm at, too. Yeah. A solid six. Solid six. Nothing S- too se- crazy. Seven on a good day. No, if you catch qu- me on a, yeah. a, a good day. I've got a question for you. All right. Bring it on. So the big three, Jason, Michael, Freddie. Sure. Who's number four? Is it Chucky? You're basically Is it Leatherface? Is, is it Hellraiser? Is, I mean, is it Pinhead? Like, who's number in, four? In terms of popularity? I'm just saying, like, you know, the ranking. You got the mm-hmm. big three. The big, they're kind of interchangeable. Jason, Freddie, Michael. Hey, we know who's number one. Well, and we know who you think number one is, yes. <laughs> Rachel. We understand. Rachel's your number one. So, but as for number four is the, the hot, highly contested number, the hot hot seat. Yeah, I got you. Is Chucky number four? Who do we invite to sit at the round table? Yes. Who's who's sitting at the big boy's chair? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is it Chucky? Well, you might, is it have Leatherface? Get, you might have to get a booster seat because Chucky might be sitting on that. I table. feel like he probably is number four. Is it Leprechaun? No. In terms of strict just popularity, Chucky might be. Is it Ghostface? I get it, Jason. You're throwing <laughs> you're throwing out everybody. Uh in terms of just popularity, yeah. I, I, you could even argue Chucky's just as popular as Freddy Krueger or something. Just a everyday common person. If you went to the mall right now and said, yeah. excuse me, stranger, do you know who this is? They'd be like, hey, Chucky. Chucky's fucking popular. He is popular. Hell. Yeah, I don't know. He probably is number four. Okay. I think he would be number four. In terms of quality films, I don't know. They've all got bad ones, still. Yeah, they've all got some <laughs> bad ones. Even the big boys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Child's Play too. It's not streaming anywhere. Yeah, I had to pay three ninety nine. Yeah, 
I may or may not have streamed it for free off a website. Ooh. Make sure you don't have any viruses. Yeah. Yeah. We're an internet condom. <laughs> Nord VPN. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Child's Play 2. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's not bad. It's not amazing. It's fine. Has, it, in- has M seen it? No, I don't think so. She's not a big Chucky fan. I understand that. Yeah. Do yeah. you think we'll cover Child's Play 3 someday? Probably. Season 3? No, we're going to start season three. Might as well. Part three. <laughs> Part threes, baby. Part threes. You heard it here first. Hey, and there's our excuse to do Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Yeah, very true. Very true. We got to start chipping away at that series at some point. There's a couple series we can start You know what's crazy? I realized this the other day. We haven't done a single Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Kind of crazy, right? Well, we did two months, two full months of Halloween stuff. Uh, more like two and a half. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Two and a half full months for Halloween. Well, hey, we did it, baby. We did. Hey, we could just go back and read no, some. We're okay. good. We're okay. good. That's okay. enough of that. Just checking. <laughs> so yeah, I guess we won't uh, you know, beat this good guy doll to death any longer. Nope. Child's play two. Give it a watch. If you made it this far in the podcast, I'm assuming you've watched it. I hope so. Yeah. So, Jason, next week is gonna be Troll 2. The trolliest of all twos. This is going to be a special episode for us. Because <laughs> yeah. we've not done a bad movie yet. Or we've not done like a this kind of bad movie yet. We've yeah. done like Halloween 5, but nothing like well, really I mean, we, bad. We have done Christine, though. <laughs> Chucky's, Chucky. Jason's pulling out his knife right now. He's about to stab me in the gut. So I don't even like love Christine that much, but I feel like I have to defend it. All the time. <laughs> Jason loves Christine, everybody. I think it's a solid movie. I think it's uh, a piece of shit on wheels. Okay. <laughs> well, that's y- your opinion, man. <laughs> that's like your opinion, man. Yeah. All right, Jason. Well, you about ready to get on out of here? I think I'm about ready to get on out of here. Hey, so on out of here now. <laughs> so, solid ass episode. It was a good continuation of season two. Yep. We're going to keep the train rolling. Yep. Got all sorts of shit planned. Mm-hmm. So, again, if you made it this far, we appreciate the shit out of you for listening. Maybe drop us a rating and review on iTunes. Yep. And, hey, check out that Patreon page. Got all sorts of good shit. Got some fun watch-along episodes. If you're a big Child's Play fan, you know, we got our Child's Play watch-along up there. Yeah. It was a nice warm up to to this movie. It was, I think, I was, I was pretty glad we did that. Yeah. Hey, at this point, we might as well just knock out the entire Child's Play series. There's seven or eight. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I might take that back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'm sure this isn't last we talk about Chucky. Oh, I'm sure it won't be. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, we are gonna get on out of here. So until next week when we cover Troll Two. I'm Phil. I'm Jason. And this has been the Spook House.